Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. We have a guest joining us for the first segment instead of rip from the headlines. Then I'm going to do a brief monologue and take your phone calls because this is your show. And at the end, we're going to hear from Talk Media News. Joining us now is Deputy Executive Director at Families USA, Craig Obey. Craig is a leading national voice as Executive Director at Families USA, a leading national voice of healthcare consumers. You've heard from this organization, this great organization on our program before. They're dedicated to the achievement of high quality, affordable healthcare and improved healthcare for all. They were instrumental in not only uh, the writing but pushing for passage of the Affordable Care Act known as Obamacare. Craig, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you very much, Leslie. It's great to be on. And it's great to have you. Listen, um, my husband is a physician, and we I own with him 124th of a medical center. And I know from that side, I know as a mom and a consumer, I know as a business owner, and then I also know, you know, just knowing all of, you know, the different facts that are out there, uh, that to repeal something and not to have a replacement for it is going to be, dare I say, catastrophic. Would you agree with me? I think it's incredibly irresponsible and, and is something that just shouldn't be done the way it's being proposed right now. Okay, so let's talk about facts versus fiction, because, you know, there's fake news, there's a lot of stuff going out there in blogs, and even on some television networks, uh, there um, are, are not the facts that go out. Let's talk about what really would happen if we repealed Obamacare, as uh, Vice President-elect Mike Pence says that President-elect Donald Trump intends to sign executive orders to do, and to do uh, quickly. Um, and before I say that, I, I, I want to talk, talk to the fact that there are some Republicans uneasy about this, as you know, Craig, and insurance companies so uneasy that there have been letters by major insurers like Blue Cross penned to Congress saying, hey, look, don't, don't repeal until you have something to replace it with. Uh, millions could essentially be left without health care. Um, so first of all, let ha- what happens if they do this? Because it would seem that they're going to do this. Um, what, what happens? We have 20 million people uh, that, whether through the exchanges or the Medicaid expansion, have insurance as a result of this great legislation. Well, the and those people have that insurance because of changes in the rules and because uh, the, the Affordable Care Act made insurance more affordable for them. And it, and what we're what we're seeing the Congress talking about is repealing the very elements of the law that enable people to afford that insurance. Uh, so so you're looking at people who, when they get sick, you, we're, we go back to the old days when when if you lose your insurance with your employer, you have the potential to remain uninsured. You you, you we've got 30 million people who, 82 percent of whom are in working families who could see their insurance taken away. 
uh, we, uh, you know, the, the, the premiums uh, w would increase by more than 50% for millions of Americans. We're talking about reverse Robin Hood in a way that is really unconscionable with uh, reducing the, uh, the tax credits that enable people to own insurance, abolishing those, so you're essentially increasing taxes on low-income people by by a few thousand dollars while you're providing $500 billion tax cut to, to people who are more well-off. So it, it, it's, it's not a pretty picture. One of the things that we will hear those on the right and those who uh, are against uh, Obamacare and, and want it repealed is um, the increase and the high uh, percentages and increase of uh, premiums. Um, although premiums have gone up, not for everyone, but for some um, with uh, the Affordable Care Act, that was true before the Affordable Care Act and at much larger margins of percentages, but we don't hear much about that, do we? That is absolutely true. Uh, the, the, the premiums, and, and nobody's ever said that the Affordable Care Act was perfect, but what it did was enabled a lot of people to afford insurance that, who didn't have it. And, and these, are, these are issues that, that have been ongoing for years. It was interesting uh, just the other day, actually, a couple conservative commentators, uh, you know, very well known on, on health care, uh, Joseph Antos and James Capretta, uh, had, had a piece where they actually talked about some, some of the scenarios here. And, you know, one of the things that we all care a lot about is pre-existing conditions and, and what's going to happen. You know, the minute you're born, practically, you have a pre-existing condition. And, and so what they, in their analysis, these conservatives said was if you, if you are repealing without a replacement, essentially you've got a prescription for increasing costs for people because you can't, uh, you can't uh, pretend to be keeping pre-existing condition protections uh, without a lot of the other provisions of the law. That's just not going to work. And and you've you've got uh, uh, a number of of organizations, the the American Cancer Society, the American Heart Association, American Diabetes Association, who who, who just sent a letter, multiple sclerosis society, lung association, who who uh, who expressed concerns about that as well. Uh, I want to know if you feel Make America Sick Again was a dramatic soundbite, much like Sarah Palin's death panels, or is Senator Schumer onto something, and is there, uh, is there some merit and, and fact uh, in this statement? I, I, I think there is absolute merit in that statement. It's an unfortunate thing to say, but, but you know, this is what we're talking about. If people don't have health care, they they do get sicker and 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 you have more costs to in emergency room visits and other things that hit everybody and and so one of the things senator schumer has said one of the things that senator paul has has said on the republican side is there should be a replacement uh, and, uh, simultaneously you know show, show us the plan and that you know they should have the guts to put their plan on the table, if it's really going to protect people as they say it, well, then show it to us. Um, I want to uh, know, lastly, what you, do you, you know, in this last minute that we have you, what do you urge the people listening to this program to do? Do the people have power, and what can they do? The people absolutely have power, and I think you need to raise those voices loud and clear. Contact your members of Congress. Contact your senators. Write letters to the editor. 
you know, you know, everyone who you know, you know, talk, talk to your hospitals and, and your doctors and say, what are you doing about this? And, and how, because they're, they're also important messengers in, in this cause too. So I would say this is a time to organize and, 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 and raise our voices loudly. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I want to give you some questions, and I want to take your calls coming back right after this. Um, Isn't this making an issue that should be about the health of Americans far too political? I mean, our health care should not be a fight about politics. And to me, when you vote to repeal something over 50 times, that isn't even political. That's an obsession, my friend. Have we made health care for America not about Americans' health, but about politics? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I think we all agree Obamacare is not perfect. It needs some fixing. So did Medicare and Social Security. We still tweak it. But is repealing it when you have nothing to replace it with a good idea? You tell me, yes or no, and why? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. The latest nonpartisan polling from the Kaiser Family Foundation shows only one in four Americans want this repeal. That's only a quarter of our nation. In other words, the majority don't. 30% want to expand the law. 19% want to keep it it is. And 17% want to scale it back. What do you want to see happen? Which percentage and group do you fall in and why? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Over 20 million people have signed up for this care, this Obamacare. So what happens to those people if it's repealed and you don't have something to replacement ready there immediately to kick in? You know there's going to be some kind of transition. People say it could take years for the Republicans to come up with and implement a plan. So are we back to the bad old days of people being denied insurance based on pre-existing condition? Are we back to everybody running to the emergency room and clogging them and not giving medical professionals the right ratio of people they can treat because they're just outnumbered? 8886 Leslie, even the GOP and insurance companies are nervous about what's going to transpire as a result of this. Are you? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And like I just asked our guest, Senator Schumer stated Trump and the GOP will make America sick again. Is it over dramatic to say that like Palin's death panels? Or is there some truth in this statement? Unlike Sarah Palin's death panel claims, which could be true if people don't have care. And if they're critical, I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What will happen if we repeal Obamacare? That's what the Republicans plan to do. I want to hear from you. Call me now. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 to talk, tweet. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall back after this. We're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Happy New Year here on the only true democracy and talk radio. This hour, just you, just me, your opinions, your phone calls, your comments, your concerns, uh, your questions. Pick up the phone and join us. Uh, John and Rick in Santa Fe, we're having some uh, phone problems. Give us a buzz back and we'll get to you guys. Uh, We know that you called and we'll try and put you up first. Uh, I want to talk about what would happen if we repealed Obamacare. And I want to talk about facts. Uh, The recent action by the Republicans in the Senate to repeal Obamacare through the procedural vehicle of reconciliation appears to be delayed. The passage by the House of numerous repeal bills has allowed Republicans to achieve a campaign promise from virtually every campaign for about seven years since 2010. So 
maybe the president should sign one of these bills. Let's see what would happen. The Senate legislation repeals the mandate for individuals to buy health insurance and for employers with more than 50 workers to provide it. It eliminates all fines for people and companies that fail to comply with the mandates, and it would eliminate federal subsidies to about 6 million low and moderate income Americans. Now, by the way, if you're a small business owner or if you're somebody who didn't want to pay the fine, the beginning of what I just said sounds good, but now listen. Eliminating federal subsidies to about 6 million low and moderate income Americans who buy their own insurance as well as roll back Obamacare expansion of Medicaid, and that's for the poor. It has been adopted by more than 30 states. There is evidence that 17.6 million people in the U.S. have gained medical insurance coverage as a result of Obamacare, and as well, Obamacare eliminated insurance companies' ability to exclude those with pre-existing conditions and has kept children on their parents' insurance until age 26. Now, in contrast, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell a Republican from Kentucky, relies on non-verifiable falsehoods. Uh, This term originated with Philip E. Tetlock and J. Peter Skoblik. They stated that Obamacare has raised health care costs, limited patients' ability to choose their doctors, hurt the already struggling middle class, and negatively impacted millions. And do you notice something? There are no specifics. There have been no jobs lost by Obamacare. As a matter of fact, we've had more job gains over the past years since it has been passed. They are not the death panel Sarah Palin talked about. The generalities can't be proved, and they really can't be disproved because they're not giving facts. There are themes that the Republicans constantly regurgitate over and over and have since 2010. And you'll also note the legislation does not contain any substitute or any attempt to modify the legislation to make it better. People love to say President Obama said, if you like your doctor, you can keep it, and that wasn't true for everyone. Kellyanne Conway says, No one will lose their insurance. And that is a lie. That is a bona fide lie. I want to take your phone calls. I have more to say. But again, asking you, what would happen if we repeal Obamacare? Isn't this making an issue that should not be political, far too political, when we're talking about human people, human lives, and people's health? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Call me now. And of course, we know Obamacare is not perfect. It needs fixing. Any big, grand sweeping change in legislation on a national level with 50 states and over 300 million people would. But is repealing it when you have nothing to replace it with a good idea? Look, I'm open. If Republicans had a plan that was better, and and by the way, their plan, by the way, isn't going to really replace Obamacare. It's going to keep the things they think are good and tweak some of the others. They're just going to make Obamacare better, some say, and call it Trump care. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is repealing it when you have nothing to replace it with a good idea. Majority of Americans don't want it repealed, don't want it replaced. Is this what we're going to see going forward on this and other issues? The Republicans, the majority, and our president elect not listening to the will of the American people? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. What happens to the 20 million approximately people who benefit? from this and have their health care through Obamacare now, whether through the exchanges or the Medicaid expansion. What happens? And is Senator Schumer saying, make America sick again, overdramatic, or pretty factual? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. John in Santa Fe, your line dropped again. Give us a buzz back, buddy. I know what happens. I know there's a lot of bad weather patterns happening throughout the country, too. Give us a buzz back. And if you want to call us, 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. I have a couple of emails here, uh, one of which says, uh, one of which says, Leslie, the polls will change dramatically when these people face a 40% tax on health care. Um, l- l- let, me, l- let me explain something. 
And the polls are going to change dramatically when people find out that they have to pay more. Because let's remember, one of the reasons the Affordable Care Act was passed was, one, there were people out there uninsured who could not find affordable care. Two, there were people that could not get care with pre-existing conditions. And if you have nothing in between and, and prior to the Affordable Care Act, insurance companies had no big brother watching. There were, there were not the regulations. So what's going to happen? What happens when the cat's away? The mice will play. When nobody's minding the story, they're going to do what the hell they want, which means what? They can raise those premiums to anything. They can make a determination until there's a new plan and any action out of Washington to do whatever the hell they want with you and me, our plans. And oh, by the way, they can kick us off our programs and cancel our plans across the board, even if we have pre-existing conditions. Let's go back to the calls. Line three in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Joseph joins us. Joseph, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks. Thanks for uh, joining us. Joseph, what's your take on this? Well, my my quick take is that, you know, to be surprised that the Republicans govern so that they make government not work. They, so that they can say, it's broken, it doesn't work, let's get rid of it. So anything to do with deregulation or making big companies profits is going to work. So I, I don't know what we're talking about. This is this is their mantra. This is what they always do. So it's not going to help. We're not going to be able to fight it. So we just what, What's going to happen as a result? Well, let's pretend we're three, four years down the road. I'm doing a show. Um, we're going to take a break. Can you hang on with me for a minute to answer the question? Sure. Okay, awesome. We'll take a break. You hang in there, buddy. When we uh, have some lines available for you in our new live beginning hour, 3 p.m. Eastern, I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. Just you and me here. I'm asking you, when Senator Schumer says, make America sick again, will repealing Obamacare do that when you have nothing to replace it? What are these people thinking? By the way, they've had eight years to come up with something. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543, and follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Uh, the GOP is hell-bent on repealing Obamacare, even with having nothing to replace it. What will happen to the approximately 20 million people that, whether through the exchanges or the Medicaid expansion, have their health care uh, through this uh, legislation? And uh, where do you stand? Kaiser Family Foundation did a poll, and um, you know, only a quarter of people in America want this repealed. Uh, some people want it left alone, some people want it expanded, and some people want it tweaked. Where do you stand? What do you want to happen with the Affordable Care Act with Obamacare? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. We were talking before the break with Joseph on Line 3 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Joseph, I was about to ask you before the break, if we were three or even four years down the road and we're doing the show, what do you think you and I are going to be saying to each other in three to four years? Because this will be, I believe, repealed by then. I'm not even sure there'll be a replacement at that time. Or if it, if they do have it, that it would be implemented or fully implemented. What what do you think? You know, what do you think you'll be saying? Some predictions. Well, I think what what uh, we'll be saying is uh, the Republicans continue to just lie, the media continues to lie, and um, they're a they're a death cult. They hate and they lie. They don't care if people are sick. As long as the companies make money, they're just going to. Blame the Democrats and say, oh, it didn't work because of them, and the economy is doing great because of us. So I think we're fighting the wrong fight. Healthcare is just a red herring. It's, it has to be about truth in the media. 
Okay, very interesting. And speaking of, that's what the president said, for Democrats to make the Republicans own this, right? To make the Republicans own this. And uh, uh, Okay, anything else before I let you go? Nope, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Appreciate the call. Let's go to line one in Decatur, Georgia. And by the way, when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. When we finish with a call, your cue to call through. We finish with Joseph. I want to hear from you. What do you feel about Obamacare? Where do you stand in those groups that I said? Uh, There are those that want it repealed and replaced. Uh, There are those that want it tweaked. There are those that say leave it alone. And there are those that say expand it. 8886-LESLIE, you know, single payer all the way. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Where do you stand with this? And also, what do you think about Senator Chuck Schumer, his, his statement, make America sick again? Is that just a soundbite, or is there some reality in that with a plan being repealed that approximately 20 million people are on and no replacement is is set to, you know, step in and insurance companies will be free to do whatever the heck they want with these people and their plans. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543. Reggie's on line one in Decatur, Georgia. Reggie, what's your take? Well, my take is that if they, if they repeal Obamacare, what are they going to have to replace it with? And as your previous caller said, that these guys lie, the mainstream media, including conservative talk radio, lies, and people are so, well, and people are so, shall we say, gullible and, well, stupid that they'll believe anything that comes out of these people's mouths, including our president-elect Donald Trump, who himself wants to repeal Obamacare, but yet doesn't have any plans to back up what the alternatives are going to be for Obamacare if, if he ever decides to repeal it. And I just hope that pre- uh, that uh, President Obama, soon be former President Obama, continues to fight against them trying to replace and repeal it with something else that could be far way much worse than what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, no, I do. I do. I just don't understand this because, quite frankly, there are, there are Republicans that are worried they could lose their seats over this. And as a Democrat, I'm hopeful. And there are those on the right that think this may be political suicide because, look, it is imp- it's impossible without a Medicaid expansion. It's expo- impossible if people just, you know, are dumped or, you know, it, it, look, if you have insurance through Obamacare through Medicaid expansion or the exchanges, you're not going to have insurance once it's repealed. You will not have insurance. And what are the insurance companies going to do? They're going to offer you a plan. And maybe they'll even offer you a plan at a lower rate. And at first people say, oh, isn't this great? Donald Trump and the Republicans are wonderful. And then the insurance companies will increase those premiums and bring them back to what they were. And they won't be affordable, which is why we needed the Affordable Care Act in the first place. And people want to have preventative care. And they'll go into the emergency rooms. And, you know, look, we have less hospitals and less emergency rooms in America now than we did before the Affordable Care Act. One of the reasons the Affordable Care Act was even put into play was not politics. It was re- reality, and the reality was we had so many people jamming our emergency rooms that it bankrupted some hospitals, and they right. went out of business. We, right. The reality was we had more people coming into the emergency rooms than we had nurses and doctors to treat, okay? And that's part of the problem with the VA, by the way. And in addition right. to that, in addition, if you don't have preventative care, Right. And, you know, you have, a, you have a little cough and you don't go right. to the doctor because you don't have insurance and you don't right. want to pay out of your pocket. And you, right. wait till, you wait till it gets critical. You right. go to the ER and that is far more expensive, not just for the hospital, not just for you, but for the, 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 the economy. So our nation's health financially and physically 
you know, we're like former President Bill Clinton said, you know, a, a train going full speed toward a brick wall. And everyone agreed, even Republicans, the fact that they want to replace it with something means that they know the healthcare system needs to be reformed. It was broken. And if they don't like this, you don't. This isn't just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This is throwing the baby out, the bathwater, the bathtub, the plumbing. And, and there are going to be people affected. If one right. person dies as a result of this, one person, the blood of that person's death is on the hands of the Republican Party. Right. And, and I just hope that and I hope that the Democrats make the Republicans own it, as the previous caller said. And you know they're gonna blame the Democrats for for it not working because of their blunder. You know what I'm saying, Leslie? Yes. Yes, Before, I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna try and spin it, I'm sure. Right? They're going to try and spin it. All right. Thank you, Reggie. Appreciate the call and your opinion. Let's continue with the calls. We go to Arthur on line two in Marysville, Washington. Hey, Arthur, good afternoon. Yes. Ha, ha, yes. Uh, Arthur, I, Arthur, I understand you have a personal experience that for, with Obamacare, correct. and yes. you actually you actually have benefited from this legislation, sir. Am I, I have correct? benefited hugely. I was paying 1853 a month before the ACA. What? And, my son, and now I'm paying $149, and I have... And the deductibles are much lower than what I had before. So uh, let me say something about why the premiums went up this year. It's because they stripped out risk corridor subsidization of the insurance companies. When they lost money, they would go to the feds to get remunerated on on, on, on the risk corridors. And Marco Rubio and the Republicans managed to strip that out so that they wouldn't get reimbursed. And so they proposed that because they knew that they would raise premiums to compensate for that. Um, yeah, that, 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 that's absolutely correct. Thank you, Mark. My executive producer confirms that, and he does my research in case I don't have it at, you know, right at my fingertips. Um, so, yes. yeah, you are absolutely correct with that. Um, well, so, so, you know, there are people out there that, by the way, do you know a, a great number of Trump supporters don't want Obamacare repealed because they benefit from it? Yeah, 9.8 million of them voted for Trump, and they're the ones getting subsidized. Yeah, well, I think they may rethink that when those subsidies uh, go uh, bye-bye. Arthur, I am very sorry that you're in this situation because you are among millions that will be in this situation. And, Arthur, keep in touch with us as this comes about with no replacement. Uh, We want to know what happens to you and to your son. And uh, we certainly hope, God forbid, that there's no uh, serious illness. Thank you. Thank you, Arthur. Appreciate the call there. Marysville, Washington. Let's go to Helen, line three in Ithaca. Helen, your ears must be ringing. Mark and I were talking about some different people uh, that called the program, and your name came up somehow, and here you are. Helen in Ithaca, line three. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. And kudos to Mark for doing all his activism things, and we all got to start doing that. I'm actually feeling positive. Oh, I was going to say, sorry, I was going to say, crappy new year and treason's greetings, okay? That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke I stole from Stephanie Miller. That's not my own joke. But anyhow, I think things, people are really waking up now, and they're going to see they've got eyes open, seeing like the evidence paraded right before their eyes is what they've got to deal with. And, you know, I think I think we are going to have a better Democratic Party than we did in 2016. That's what I think. And what like what Mark is doing, I've always been like this since I was a little kid, but, you know, so that's good. But anyhow... This, uh, this is what is wrong with Republicans. 
Okay, so if we get rid of um, the lovely um, president-elect, uh, you know, then we're stuck with Mike uh, Pence and Pence, sorry, and he's almost worse. And he has put someone in charge of Medicaid in the state of Indiana, and who believes that any person who's on Medicaid needs to learn personal responsibility. So everyone who's on Medicaid, so you, you have to be poverty, you have to be below the poverty level to get on Medicaid. You can't just have like a, a little financial problem this month, so can I get on Medicaid? No, you've got to have like a major financial problem. Or, or a major disability, handicap or disability. Yeah, well, yeah, that oh, disability is another issue, yeah. But the Medicaid is that you need help paying your medical bills. So he's got, uh, or she has, and, and other Republican-run states are, like, latching onto this. You have to pay something into it. So even if you're below the poverty level, even if you can only afford $1, you need to pay that every month towards your Medicaid. I mean, how stupid is that? It just costs more bureaucracy, more time wasted. All this, I mean, if you've got, <laughs> you have to send in a check for a dollar. You have to buy a step, the stamp for 47 cents. You've got to get an envelope. You've got to do all this other stuff when you need to probably be raising your children as a single mother or something by yourself. This is the Republican solution. Personal responsibility. What about the personal responsibility in 2008 when all these people, like, in Wall Street, like, screwed people out of their homes? They, people, like, they, they were foreclosed on their mortgages. There's no personal responsibility there. You went to the best schools. You had the best education. But no, no. That's okay. You just forget it. We'll just forget that ever happened. But somebody on Medicaid has to, like, pay a dollar a month? I mean, that's just, like, so stupid. I, I agree. I, I mean, there's, there's there's no common sense in this at all, okay? Look, you know, if you have a new plan and you say, we're going to take this away and replace it with this that we feel is better and this is why, even though I may not like it, that makes a lot more sense. I, I mean, it's common sense. It's just logical. Uh, Helen, thank you, sweetie. We hope to hear um, from you in the future. And uh, speaking of, when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's uh, look at some tweets. You can follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Bunker Hill Bunny. Okay, Bunny, sorry. We have to f- fully repeal it to find out what's in it. Oh, aren't you cute, Bunny? Did you? How long did it take you to come up with that? All day? Much love. Orwell tweets, not if you look at the numbers. The number one cause of bankruptcy in the U.S., health care bills. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Because health care bills are greatly reduced. I, got, I had the number yesterday, actually. I mentioned it uh, when I was on Lou Dobbs, one of the shows I was on on Fox yesterday. Uh, I got to look that up, Mark, if, if you do have time. There's an incredibly great percentage. I can't remember if it's 22% decrease in those households that were burdened uh, by um, health care bills. Life expectancy in the U.S. is down. Actually, Orwell, that's not uh, correct. Um, uh, life expectancy is high. The high level now is 104. It's 104. It's not down. It's up. And as a matter of fact, if you look, um, every decade we increase how long that we live. And that's why people want to extend Social Security's um, age of retirement because people are living longer, so people feel that they can work longer. So, Orwell, you are incorrect in both of your comments. Sorry, I want to give facts here. 
uh, not fictions. Uh, Joe uh, Resisting tweets, uh, they, uh, the Republicans, don't care. They will take away health care and not lose a minute's sleep over the damage they do to the people. That perhaps is the stupidest thing um, uh, oh, sorry, that was another tweet. Uh, then uh, Howard uh, says that GOP congressmen and women and their, the senators will not be safe in their home districts. Uh, could be. Siobhan Flanagan tweets, Leslie, patients will get to go to the doctor when they're sick because copays and deductibles will decrease. You know, uh, no. What happens when you have no insurance is you can't go to the doctor because most doctors aren't going to see you without insurance. Or if they see you, you got to pay cash. Now, I'm going to give you an example. If you go to uh, my husband's office and pay cash, uh, you're going to pay anywhere from 150 to 350, maybe 500 dollars out of your pocket, versus your copay, uh, which might be you know 25, 35, 40, maybe 50 dollars, or your deductible, which for the year for many people is about what two, two fifty, you know, if you have or maybe 500, um, and but you pay that deductible, then after that you're covered. You know, 100%, or you're, you're covered except for maybe a $10 copay. So, no, Siobhan, you're going to be uh, paid a lot more. Glenn says people stop dying. Well, you explain to me, Glenn, if approximately 20 million people, some of which that have the insurance through the Medicaid expansion, who are um, li- living below the poverty, poverty level, many of these people, or people who are terminally ill or chronically ill, who have insurance, let's say on a Monday and don't have insurance the following Monday. How will people, quote, stop dying? And show me some proof that more people have died with insurance in the Affordable Care Act than not. As a matter of fact, it is a fact that if you are insured, you have a healthier nation. And that's not just, not just here, but throughout the world. Throughout the world. Um, there are lower chronic illnesses in nations like Germany, for example, that provide socialized uh, nationalized health care uh, for all, the UK, Canada. Uh, don't take my word for it. Look it up. Like my mother would say, go look it up. She's back. Happy New Year, Victoria Jones, live from our nation's capital with Talk Media News. She is a White House correspondent for Talk TMN. Uh, Victoria, good afternoon. Welcome. Happy New Year. Um, we uh, were just talking about this, uh, the repealing and replacing of Obamacare. Paul Ryan had something to say about this, but they're repealing without a replacement, correct? Well, they are, but he said at his weekly press conference today, our legislating will occur this year, our repealing and replacing and transitioning, the legislating will occur this year. Now, he wouldn't give a date, but he said this year. Uh, and he wouldn't commit to covering just as many people as Obamacare, but he did say, uh, and he got a bit snarky at one point, let me say this, can we in this country have a health care system? that gives us access to affordable health care without a costly government takeover and a death spiral, which Obamacare is giving us? And the answer is yes. Um, okay. And, uh, I mean, does, but is he, because no Republican is addressing, I mean, Kellyanne Conway is making outlandish claims that to me are outright lies, saying nobody's going to lose their insurance. How do you say nobody loses your insurance when you're approximately 20 million people on Obamacare through the exchanges and the Medicaid expansion and you're, quote, repealing it? So people understand once they repeal it, um, how long is it before people actually are um, uninsured? Well, you see, I don't think that anybody knows, and I don't think that Republicans know, and I think that, uh, you know— So Republicans are making an incredibly huge decision without having thought it through, I think we can clearly and safely say. 
Well, I think that's what a lot of people are thinking, and some Republicans in the meeting yesterday on the Hill, some rank-and-file Republicans were getting up and saying, we own it. We, can't, we can no longer say that Democrats own Obamacare. We own it now. We have to replace it at the same time as we repeal it. By the way, I also want to mention uh, that Ryan said today that defunding Planned Parenthood will be included as part of the bill to repeal Obamacare. Say that again. Defunding Planned Parenthood will be included as part of the bill to repeal Obamacare. What a surprise. Um, I say that quite facetiously, tongue-in-cheek. Let's um, talk about the armed services hacking hearing. Yes, this is, there was a major hearing going on today. You had uh, Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper. You also had um, uh, other major uh, senior officials from the intelligence community. Uh, Of course, you had John McCain, who's the chair of the campaign. Clapper uh, said, our assessment now is even more resolute that the Russians carried out the attack on the election. Now, President Obama received his classified briefing on the intelligence community's findings today. Trump gets his tomorrow. The unclassified report will be released to the public next week. Some people are saying it's going to be Monday afternoon, but it's not yet clear. Now, the hacking, apparently, according to Clapper, was only one part of what the Russians were up to. Also was, quote, classic propaganda, disinformation, fake news. All right. Uh, thank you, Victoria. You hear that music? It means we are out of time. I'm Leslie Marshall. That's Victoria Jones, White House correspondent for Talk Media News.